Welcome to Intuitate Radio. This is Relationship Insight with an Intuitive Twist. I'm your host, medium and intuitive Marissa Lizapel. And uh, today is a very interesting, interesting day. This is our actual season finale of Intuitate Radio. This is the last show that we will be having. We are looking to uh, go somewhere else and see you guys a little more often. We're not sure what we're doing yet, but just catch up, up with us on Twitter at Intuitate Radio to find out where we are headed. But today we were supposed to have different people in the studio. Many different people. <laughs> Many different people. <laughs> we have our co-host here today. Hashtag all about that base. No trouble. Hey, how are you doing? Find it, fix it, done. Find it, fix it, done. Yeah. So what we do here is we have hashtags for people. We have people that come in. You've come in a couple of weeks ago and you became a popular guest uh, with our callers because you find the problem, you fix it, and it's done. There's no fluff around the issue. No fluff. Let's just get it done and move on to the next thing so we can enjoy our lives. <laughs> so... With relationship advice, you seem to be the guy that it doesn't pull any punches. I don't pull any punches. I get to the point, and then, like I said, you know, we find the problem, we fix it, and then we're done with it. Yeah. <laughs> Hence the hashtag. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So today, I always say, Two Date Radio produces itself. We were supposed to have about 20 people in the studio from the course of the year coming on, talking to us, giving us a review of what's going on in their lives, and one by one, dropping like flies. Dropping like flies. It's flu season out there, and yeah. uh, everybody be careful, because... Because you don't want it. Yeah, we've already... We've already had yeah, it, we've and already, uh, we're it was done. not fun. We found it. We fixed it. It's done. You can't really find <laughs> fixed on a, the flu. You just got to deal with it. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, with our lovely guest here that has been a guest several times, we've tried to help her in her love life to <laughs> no avail. We've had an image consultant. We've had uh, love experts from California, L.A. want to like work with you one-on-one -on -one because you were so messed up with your love life, <laughs> but yet we were unable to help. But yeah. today on the season finale, we will be here to actually see what we could do yeah. during this last show. So, Corinne, welcome. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. I love life's in shambles. It's just a hot mess. Well, let's talk about who you are first. Corinne. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I work at PST. I'm yeah. on air there, and I'm a lovely lady, but I'm very obnoxious. I'm crazy. I tell like it is. What do you say? What is this phrase? Fine to fix it done. That's how I am. I'm very to the point. I like to yeah. fix things. There's no beating around the bush, but guys are very intimidated by that. Yeah. And I don't ever have a boyfriend, I think, because of those traits. You just haven't found the right guy. I'm yeah. just, I'm not quiet, and guys don't like that. Guys like those girls that are, you know, long blonde hair and the big wabos, but they're also quiet. I'm not quiet. I got big boobs, too. <laughs> <laughs> sexy lady. Yeah. Do you find me sexy, dude? Do you want to get a piece? That's up. All right. She knows me too well. Yeah. <laughs> she knows me way too well. Yeah. Because in your mind, there was the blonde with the big boobs, and so I'm like, maybe you were thinking of me. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, Subconsciously. So we have, we have a lot of craziness going on. You have lesbians up in Boston who think you want to steal their girlfriend. They're you got crazy. your ex-boyfriend in your car right, right now, now. Yeah. waiting out there for a ride who is not allowed in the building he's not because he's that psychotic what happened with that i would like <laughs> yeah, to know more I, yeah please tell us what where why are you with him first of all if he's not allowed in the building um because <laughs> we talked we have really good communication so we, uh, that's great that's mm. that's good we that's just good. talk it out and it's done it's over with we just get it in and that's it that we just we hang out we have sex. That's it. It's nothing like too crazy. But I'm still, I still have a little bit of ties with him. I still kind of like him. I still want to be with him in a like sort of a way. Because you know, when you you have your ex, you kind of secretly still kind of want to make it work sometimes. Well, I've had some crazy exes. Well, well the reason yeah. why he's not in the, allowed in the building is because he said he was going to chop me up into little pieces and put me in the back of his car. Hmm. <laughs> oh my god. That's one of those. When phrases did he say that, that uh... during lovemaking? No, 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 no. <laughs> we got into a huge fight. I told him I loved this other boy. Ooh. It sounds all really immature, but I promise my life isn't this crazy. Well, and and he said he wanted to chop you up. The no, boy. he never. No, he said that he wanted to do it to the boy, and then he kind of like was like pointing at me, like, "Bitch, you're next." <laughs> this is getting really violent. Yeah, I don't know if I want him. He never touched me. He never like hurt me ever. So it's yeah. that's just like stupid. Yeah, how long were you with him? For about like the, I don't know, like four months. Not long. <laughs> well, you don't know. You know, he could be a psycho. You don't yeah, know. Yeah, terrorist threats. Too. It's Ooh. totally fine. That, that was for other reasons. Yeah, Violent you, reasons? It's fine. No, it's whatever. He's never hurt me in any way. Like, okay. it's not a, he's never hurt a woman. He's never done anything like that. Okay. So. He just, he has a mouth on him and he's stupid. Yeah. But anyways. So, so you're, is this the guy that I made some predictions about on your show? Um, About the wanting to give you a ring and all that stuff? No, that was Spencer from back in Boston. Okay. And that didn't work out. Okay. So he didn't work out. No, he didn't work out. 
So then I tried on to the next boy, who was great, and he was engaged. No, he was previously married. So these are all men that you're talking about. You could call them that. Or I call them <laughs> boys, but it's fine. <laughs> oh, did they have any sexuality issues? Yeah, this yeah. recent one. And the one before that. Yeah. So what's Spencer. going on? I don't know. I'm hot. I don't understand. I don't okay. understand. Like, my, I look good naked. Okay, so, so I don't know. I honestly, I don't know. The last boy said that he wanted to wait a little while until like we figured each other out, and like you know, he wanted pretty much to wait to make love, kind of BS. Who knows? I don't know. I think he's just a big girl and was nervous. But okay, so you guys were dating. We dated for about two months. Really passionate. He said he like he didn't say the word love, but he'd like send me like love letters, like all this like notebook stuff. Like he would be super like Nicholas Sparks, like really big. Um, what is the word? It's uh, romantic, hopeless romantic, hopeless romantic. Okay, totally like that. So I like fell into this big, you know, I fell into it, mm. and then all of a sudden one day he just poof, like he was just done. He's gonna pick up his son at the airport, seeing his ex wife, pick up mm. his son, and that was it. And we had never spoken. So. Any history of him and his ex wife kind of going back and forth with each no, other? No, no. I was actually his first girlfriend since her. And like that's mm. been, it's been a year since he had a girlfriend. So I and like the other thing too is I'm very crazy. I like to go out and party. He he's not like that. So I feel like I was. Almost Has he a, seen you drunk? Oh yeah, like yeah. to a point where I'm like my face is on his lap, saying like, "Oh, there's your penis." <laughs> <Like, laughs> being... <laughs> Did you ever talk about those episodes after the fact? Yes, we always spoke about it, and he'd always be like, "Karen, like you can't be doing that kind of stuff. Like it's not appropriate." And I'm like. Okay, either are you my boyfriend or are you like my parent kind of thing? You know what I'm saying? And I'd always realize it and be like, okay, I need to stop. Like, I need to grow up. I think this is like a great stepping stone in my life. Like, I need to grow up. I'm 23, grow up. But then I realized that it just wasn't going to work out because he's 26, acting like a 30-year-old old man. Excuse me if you're 30 years old, but... I have some feelings about what might be going on. Do you have some feelings about what might be going on? Well, yeah, I'd like to hear what you think. No, no, I want to find a fix. It just gets it to the point. I just want to see where you're going with this. Because well, you're the guy. I mean, the first thing I heard was that he was married and that you're the first relationship after a marriage. And, you know, we know about that term rebound and those tend to not work out. But I'm not a rebound. Like he like hooked up with me right after the marriage ended. It was a year later. Come on. Are you that? I mean, I don't know. That's Why all... did the marriage end? He said it was yeah. because... They fought too much and she would constantly be like, oh, I want a divorce. I want a divorce. Then like, I can't be with you anymore because they're always fighting. And so he was like, one day he's like, all right, fine. You want a divorce? We're just going to get a divorce. Mm. It seems like a rash decision on his part, perhaps. Uh, he, always he didn't really get too much closure with that relationship and might have some feelings. Did you guys fight? No, we didn't really fight. I just, mm. we would just have arguments. Like he'd be like, <laughs> no, not fight. Like, cause when I think fight, I think like you're yelling at somebody. You're like, what are you doing? Like, you're so stupid calling names or not really communicating correctly. But we would just talk and be like, you know, this is what you should and shouldn't be doing. And this is how, like, if you want to be in my life, I have a son. So you kind of need to clean up your act and stop going out drinking and acting like a, a little, eight, uh, not 18, 21 year old. So. so he was looking at you as almost like coming into like he was falling in love with you, obviously, the the things he was doing. So he was looking at you as a possible, you know, step parent in the future for his we son. spoke about that, which is super serious. So for me to change right. myself and be like ready for a child and then for you to just drop me like that, I think that is so inconsiderate, rude, just outright wrong. Like, how could you do that to me after I totally am trying to change my mindset? And gonna accept a kid in this world and then you just drop me that's well I, th I think it was because of the drinking episodes he was talking about yeah yeah i think pretty, yeah. yeah i think he was probably like well wait wait a second is, is this gonna be a problem as far as like do i want it was more of like a dad decision i think than a boyfriend decision okay well when he didn't even give me a chance to meet the kid or try and get yeah. there he just totally didn't have me meet the kid he's probably really protective about that which i understand but i mean didn't even give me a chance if you're gonna talk about all this love stuff and yeah. then just drop me i find that like you said rash or whatever the hell that word is well he i mean <laughs> you're a guy why do guys do that stuff well guys aren't good at communicating a lot of the time and then they see or they feel like the the relationship is not going to be sorted out and the easy way out is just to kind of disappear and um oh, he let it sort itself out he deleted <laughs> me on social media everything like yeah, got rid so of our pictures like psycho stuff that's weird. Well, it's a good way to avoid confrontation and uh, get the message across that uh, it's over. Yeah, it's I'm not a nice way of doing it, but it's effective. But then he'll text me saying like, oh, how are you? How are you doing? Like, well, he feels oh. bad. Yeah. Yeah. There's some guilt there. Oh, 
ouch, you guys are hurting my feelings. No, but it's that's that's where his mind was. That's where his mind was. It was a whole it was a drinking such it was a drinking issue. Yeah, he's got to look at you, you know, he's like you know, in terms of an investment really, you know, is it something are you willing to change actually? I mean, you are younger than him and perhaps you're not interested in becoming a mother and that's what he needs. Which is fine. Just, you know, you don't have to be the person that he wants you to be. I mean, people are the yeah. people that they are. And if they're compatible, they're compatible. If they're not, they're not. But to have two people get together and then have to make just drastic, complete character changes is often or it never really happens successfully. The two people mm-hmm. become completely different people for each other. I guess I just really wanted it because I was like in love with his family. He was so amazing to me, treating me like gold. So like, I don't know. Now, let me ask you a question. It seems to me like he gave you uh, a couple different warnings about how he was feeling about certain things that you were doing. You did. Yeah. So, like, I don't think it just came out of nowhere. I think he... Well, the... <laughs> right? No, because he he did warn me, for, like, whatever, but, what like... Did he, what kind of warnings did he give you? Did he, he say, if you continue to do this, like, I can't be in this, if you continue to act this way? He, Pretty much, right? Yeah, but it yeah. wasn't like... It wasn't like, stop drinking altogether, like... This is the thing that bothered me, but you yeah. can, I know you're going to say something. You're definitely going to say something. <laughs> well, I have to talk. Yeah. I'm here. We're going, we go to a party. We never went out ever. And he knew that I was, I always, all right, I sacrificed a lot with this kid. I didn't go out. I stopped drinking on the weekdays, which is a big deal to me. Thursday, <laughs> like, Thursday's a big deal of my town. So anyway, so I'm just kidding. But anyways, yeah. so I behaved. I didn't swear as much. I hardly smoked. Like cigarettes. So like different things wait, like that. Wait, wait, wait. Smoked cigarettes. So there's other things you smoke. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that, like, I'm but, just saying, because some yeah. people just smoke all the time. Okay, other stuff. so there's so, no, like, you know, hardcore. No, I didn't do drugs. I didn't do anything okay. inappropriate. I didn't do anything, okay? I, I completely, like, didn't change, but I, I was getting there. <laughs> Anyways, okay. so we went to a party one time, yeah. a couple times, at his friend's house. They're all very mature people. They're, like, in their 20s, like, late 20s. They're all joking. We're playing cards, like, swearing, talking about sex, talking about all these different things. They'll like blatantly come out and be like yeah i look it up this and i do this and all this and if i if i say anything about it i'm like yeah totally whatever he's like super turned off he's like wait did you say that like that's not appropriate like i'm like are you effing kidding me like they say it but when i say it it's like oh god like wait go ahead i'm waiting for it good oh i'm sorry well um i've seen relationships before where the other person doesn't approve of the other person and um it's just embarrassing it, or something yeah and he might have felt embarrassed that doesn't mean that you're embarrassing it's just the way he felt about it and um that, i mean that doesn't seem to ever work i've I, we've encountered a few friends of ours that are one person has uh, you know a certain thing about them that the other person you know doesn't doesn't like and um it's like a fundamental thing about them and, and like people like i said don't fundamentally change usually ever especially overnight well i did text him after he asked how I was doing, and I said, I really don't want to do this high and buy stuff. I go, if you want to call me or meet with me and just let me know what happened, because he never gave me a... Uh, right. Uh, what is it called? He never gave me closure. Right. He didn't even tell me why we broke up. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, you know, you can't go from, you know, being infatuated with somebody to just cutting it off, I feel. You'd rather him tell you what's what, yeah, so at least you know what's going on. Yeah, I'd rather you tell me that on. I'm an alcoholic or I'm, an, I'm a horrible human being than be like, um, bye. Like, I would rather you cut me in, like, a new, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'd rather you tell me what's up than just to leave me in the dust. Yeah, because you still don't know, like, what happened, so there's still this, like you said, no closure. Yeah. So you're kind of wondering, well, maybe, is it, is there a chance? Yeah, which there isn't, so... Well, you know, I I feel like he gave you the clues to let you. I mean, I he think did. he did. He did. So tell me what those clues were to you. Um, I'm trying to remember. The first one it was because I got really intoxicated at his friend's house, and what happened? I don't know. I don't know. We just got we got into a fight about something because I was drunk and I was being funny and crazy and whatever it was always about drinking he was always warning me saying like you're you know maybe you should drink less do you need me to tell you to cut it off like do you need me to, to help you like also like i'm an alcoholic which i wasn't but sometimes when I, you know i'm i used to tell him i work every day of the week i'm full time like i work my butt off i want a vacation on the weekends i want to be able to go out with my friends have a couple of drinks act silly i'm also 23 years old like let me live my life Right, but he he's a dad at 26, yeah, which which well, is a fundamental like totally different lifestyle 
and totally I was willing to to do to 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 do that though to drop stuff like that but he didn't right. even give me the chance did you did you tell him you were gonna stop altogether yes I did I told did him everything and he didn't believe me He's stupid his parents loved me too it just didn't make any sense but it seems like a lot of these situations it seems like the alcohol Pervades. seems to be the 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 cloud that you remember you stopped for a while how yeah, good I you do, felt I stopped recently I yeah. don't only drink on the weekends now well, to, remember where you stopped entirely? Yeah. And you felt better. Yeah. My yeah. body felt better. Yeah. Sure. I but don't know. He, he, this was, I, I guarantee you, this was, this was the issue. It was the issue, 100%. Yeah. 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 So how is he going to tell you, like, listen, I really don't feel you're going to stop. I would I rather him this. say that to me than nothing. Well, when you said, like, let's meet instead of doing this high and dry thing. like He, he said no. Yeah, he's he a doesn't. big girl. Like I left my clothes, my hundred dollar jackets at his house. He's having his roommate give it to me because he didn't want to see me. Well, because he still has feelings for you, and he made this decision, and they are conflicting. But he knows that that decision's right for him and his son. That's what he's thinking in his head. Well, it bothers me because we could talk about this. Like, I, but he doesn't think it's gonna. He doesn't believe doesn't that believe. you're gonna stop drinking. Okay. Yeah, that's really what it comes down to. So what the hell he's, do I do now? He's afraid for his Ugh, future. God. Anyway, Corinne has been a guest on our show many times this year. Oh yeah, and uh, we've been trying to help her out. We've been we've been talking, and it seems like the main issue here that's been kind of the common denominator of all these relationships has been the alcohol yeah. situation. You've tried to stop a couple times. We've talked about it. That bothers me though. That why it's the alcohol because I don't want to blame it on the alcohol because I feel like with the last guy, Tyler, the guy that had the kid and the whole biz whatever so he <laughs> the in the biz the, 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 the whole yeah. baggage he yeah. i yes i was drinking with him and yes i was being a little obnoxious but i am crazy i i'm known to be that girl that's you know tells it like it is who's obnoxious like if you don't like what i have to give you then just go away like i don't have time for you like so I, is that like a mom image that a guy who a kid with would want would want i'm 23 years old i don't want a kid okay, okay, okay so, well, so here, here it is I don't but want you want to have a relationship a with a guy that needs someone that wants it's a kid. not necessarily my kid just yet I mean, I only see him on the weekends, for goodness sake. But yeah, in the last segment, you're like, I'm ready for this. I so mean, what I, is it? I would be ready for it if he gave me an effing chance, but he didn't. Okay, wait a second. We're, we're, we're contradicting. We're contradicting. Duality has He didn't set in. even give me a chance to meet the dang on kid, so. <laughs> well, you know, he didn't want the kid to develop an attachment. How old is the kid? He's two. Yeah. yeah. I have a two-year-old. They're adorable. Yeah. I don't know. It's whatever. I'm really over this. I'm very over so it. So let's talk about what we summarized in the during the break. The fact that this relationship may not be right for you. Yeah, there it is. Right? Whatever. I wish it was ready. I wish I was ready. I wish but I was mature enough to be in that what relationship. What did you say? What? We, all about the base. Ask you a question. He said, would you really be happy if you stopped drinking on the weekends? Tomorrow going night, out? you can't go out. You got to watch the kid. And uh, Sesame Street till about nine thirty at night. Put I would the kid slip down. some Bailey's in my my coffee. That's what I would do. And how would well, uh, how would Dad feel about yeah. that? How would Dad feel about that? No, I would never. I just I don't know. I hate kids. I literally <laughs> oh, <there laughs> <it is. laughs> I literally hate kids. Really? My sister's a nanny and a teacher, and I would kill myself if I was her. I hate kids. <laughs> I hate them. But mind you, I really was falling in love with this this little boy because he was like he'd but send me videos. Him. But I know, but he would send me videos of him of him like talking and dancing and being fun, and I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna be so cute. I can't wait to meet him. Like I don't know. Did you ever tell this guy the statement you just gave us? Yes. I no. hate kids. No. Maybe he felt it, you know, no. intuitively. This did, is intuitive ever, radio. Did you ever feel any? Did you ever relay anything of the sort of that statement? I think I have at least once. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No wonder okay. he didn't let you meet his kid or, you know, ask you to move in. Yeah. I mean, he's looking at he's looking at you as a potential mother for his child. Yeah. Okay. Changing diapers. All right, bottles. No, no, I'm not doing any of yeah, it. Yeah. I forgot to mention after Sesame Street, you got to change the diaper. <laughs> yeah. And they poop too. I got to change my drink over to something else like tequila. Anyways, <laughs> they I'm poop. just kidding. They poop. He doesn't poop in the toilet yet? No, no. not yet. <gasps> he still wears diapers? Yes. Yeah. So see how much I know? Yeah. yeah. So you'd have to wipe the bum with all that 
I would do it for that kid. That kid's adorable. If he was an ugly kid, I wouldn't do it. Oh, okay. So I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Wake, I'm just kidding. You wake up in the morning, the crib's all wet yeah. from pee everywhere. All no, the stuffed I animals. I don't got time for that. Yeah, you're all hungover. You're, I guess I'm just really upset that it just didn't work out because I'm an alcoholic it, on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> Part-time alky. But yeah. But okay. So from here on out, I want to be single. I want to work on myself. I've been working out. I've been drinking less. I've been eating healthy. So you want to just plow? Like just having about. sex. Yeah, plowing. No, I'm just having sex. Snow shoveling and plowing. Yeah. I wish I could find it's the somebody. Time. Yeah, it's cu- cuffing season. I would love <laughs> what cuffing? cuffing season. What is that? It means like cuddling season. Like you need some like a big bear to cuddle up to because it's cold outside. Cuffing? Too bad I just what? date freaking guys that look like gay boys. So they're all skinny. So you need a man with some meat. <laughs> so what do you want, a tattoo? A tattooed guy? That's what Tyler was. Okay, remember that guy who was in the studio the one time with the beard and the tattoos? He's like, you're beautiful! And he's got the tattoos. And I wasn't he got into the him. He, he, like, he liked you. I wasn't into him. He, he, he thought you were his dream woman. No, I'm all And sad. he's an alcoholic too. No, I'm all mm, sad with that. Those relationships tend to work out for but the way here. Why don't you pick another guy who drinks as much as you do? No, because I'm trying to change. So, I mean, I'm not <laughs> trying to. But you know what I find? And it really bothers me is because, yeah, I go out. Yeah, I drink. Yeah, I'm a, kind of a messy kind of person. Like, I'm all over the place. But I have my stuff together when it comes to work my career and like that's what I, like in my life in general like I pay my own bills I work hard I have my own place I have my own car like I have my stuff together in that sense so people see that men see that and think hey this girl what a put it. together she's woman stable. and yeah. then they meet me and they're like, like what whoa. goes on in through this woman's brain like she's right. a mess yeah, unstable so that bothers me like because mm. I'm like wait I'm, I'm like two different things right now I have to kind of get in the mindset of being an adult now well you're not going to meet usually someone in between you're either going to meet a, a person who's not an alcoholic that's n- drinks kind of socially or you're going to meet an alky. You're not going to meet like somebody who's a combination. This is my problem though. I'm only de- dating either or. A guy that's really sober or a guy who's really... And the sober guys bore you to be honest. Wicked. Oh my god. Yeah. I cannot deal with them. They're like, oh... Like, Let's go watch a in. movie. Ew, who the hell wants to watch a movie? <laughs> I do. <laughs> no. I mean, yeah, it's nice, and, uh, nice every once in a while but I mean, I like to go out. I like to socialize. I like to meet people. I like to... Be the life of the party. That's just who I am. Well, then you can't be with the guy who stays home and has a kid. Why? Opposites attract? No. Not like that. Do you have... You You have a boyfriend, right? Yeah. I'm jealous. So, so yes. are you... How old are you? 20. 20. So, oh, she's a baby, dude. So, how how, how mature is your relationship? It's pretty pretty mature, surprisingly. Yes. So, what do you guys do? What do you mean, what do we do? Like, do you, movies? Do you like, watch movies? Do you go out? I mean, we just started dating. She's so not even it's 21. Like, she can't even go yet. out. Well... But she, no. I, I drank yes. before I was 21. Yeah, so I was 16. Now. Fake IDs. I'm so dumb. He has a you. fake ID. So, oh. yeah. But, no, I mean, we just started dating and we're not in school right now. So he's actually home in New York. So we're kind of, it's like long distance right now. So mm. it's like that whole thing. But, you know, I'll what let you know. What do you guys know. do when you get together? Do you we s- hang out? We go out. Party. Do you, do you, so you party? Yeah, I mean, we have like a movie night every so often. Oh. I mean, it's not so like. So you watch movies. Yeah, but like not like every Friday night, like, hey, let's. Watch a movie. Like I'm, yeah. so, I'm like Corinne. I'm social. Yeah, I like to go yeah, out. I like talking to people. You yeah. want to watch a movie? We can watch it on the weekdays. I'm not going. <laughs> like the weekends are to go out and socialize. I don't even care if it's at your friend's house just to play cards against humanity. That's fine. But I like to. I like to socialize. Does he like that? Does he like to socialize? I mean, he's a good. He yeah, he gets along with everybody. Like he likes to socialize. He doesn't. I, yeah. I just so, think that he is now. When does he have his he kid? He was a marine. Oh, yeah. every. They have them. They give them like every four months. Four months to him and four months to her because she's oh, in California. So he has her every day for four months. Holla. Yeah. And so you guys were together in the, the interim, the four months off? Yep. Okay. And when was he getting his kid back? Can I ask? What are you talking about? When was like the because kid coming back and how long were you together? Back, the kid got, came here in, uh, in November. And when did you guys break up? No. Right before the kid came. Exactly. Literally... Two days before he's picking up his kid. Yeah, because he made the decision that yeah. uh, this is not going to happen. But that's what he's te- he texted me when he dumped that's me exactly. and said, yeah. I don't know if it's right. Like, I'm going to get my kid and I need to watch what I do. So he, yeah. yeah, he gave you the reason. That's still not good enough reason for me. But you don't even it's want it. Like, you, you wouldn't be able to go out with him or see him because he had a kid. I would sacrifice that, though. I don't think you really would, though. Oh, gosh. I'm he'll, you know, he'll, you know when he'll be back? When the kid goes back. He'll be okay, back for do, hanging out. Do you out. see any way of us working out? He'll be back when the kid goes back in four months. He'll be like, hey, he'll give you a text and he'll be like, hey, what's up? 
Just checking in. That's a lie. He's not going to do that. He, yeah, he, he's going right. to want some um, booty. No, dude. Dude, it's not going to happen. No, he's never going to talk to me again. He already told me because when I told him, I said, listen, like, I don't want to do this high and buy stuff. Like, it's just like, either we talk about this or we move on. He doesn't feel there's any talking about it. Because, I know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. He goes, you're, I'm, you're not even on my reading list. Get your stuff and like move on. Is that what he said to you? That's what he said to me. On your reading list. Is that uh, like a that? reference? Like, to-do list. <laughs> on his Kindle. He's not on your on the Kindle. Kindle. <laughs> well, why is he like saying, hey, what's up to you and being friendly if he's saying get your stuff and move on? Because I was, I came off like, hey, like we're going to need to talk if we're going to be like texting. Like I'm not going to do this childish games like yes i'm immature yes he has a kid like i'm not ready for that well, it's but okay he yeah. is very immature in the sense where you know he he's all about communication and then he goes against his word and doesn't communicate with me okay so let's let's just put it down like, instead of you thinking you're bad or something which i think you think something's wrong fundamentally you guys have different lifestyles you choose to have the lifestyle you have which you're 23 years old you can have that lifestyle yeah he has a a, a lifestyle where he's a young parent and of a two-year-old that he's when he's with for four months, he's with every day. And, and he's looking for somebody to be involved in his life and integrated in his life that is a parent figure yeah. almost to him. So for four months, you'd be with, you'd be like a full-time parent. Which I'm fine with. But you hate kids. Not his kid. And you want to drink Kahlua while watching Sesame Street. <laughs> and, and you would get to go out on the weekends because you'd be with him and his kid. Dr. Oz. It's exhausting being with a two-year-old every day. It's not all fun. They don't always dance and have fun. They cry. They whine. They pee in the crib. Yeah. They Ew. pee in the crib. Okay. So you from, have to bathe them. Well, <laughs> so from here on out. Yeah. So here on out, you're going to be looking. This is serious. I'm not like busting at any any point. But if you want the lifestyle you want and have fun, you need to have somebody who has that same lifestyle. You can't date a man who's looking for a mature looking to move in, looking to get married type of relationship or a guy with a kid. I just don't think I'm ready for a relationship then. Probably not. Yeah. I think I'm just meant to be single and focus on myself and grow up as a person. Right. But I'm just annoyed because I wish that would happen quicker. Well, those are decisions you're going to have to make. But if you want a guy and you want that type of lifestyle, which I don't think you do because it's boring to you. So boring. Yeah. So sayonara, dude. Have fun with your kid. You go have fun in the bar. Two different things. Uh... It's okay. It's okay to be who you are, Corinne. Be who you are. Who I am obviously isn't getting me any any right. anything. I'm not saying it's a good thing to be. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm saying it's caused you the, the year that I've known you. It's caused you a lot of pain and frustration. Hell yeah! And there's this guy down there. I don't even know what you're doing with him. He literally is, has been waiting for over an hour. But I, I just yeah. I don't care though. What are you gonna do with him? Where are you dropping him off somewhere? What are you gonna do with him? Yeah, I'm dropping him off. Why are you even seeing him? I need to get get it in. Get what in? I need to have sex. Oh, okay. So that's all that's going on. I'm there. sure that you could find someone that doesn't want to chop you up into pieces that would like to have <laughs> sex with you. Yeah. I don't think it'd be too hard. Yeah. I don't know. What do you see in my future? Well, <laughs> I think your free will is overriding the future. A lot of free will. A lot of free will. You're taking your will and you're, you're putting your claws and stuff and you won't let go. Like the universe can't make any decisions for you because you're going to do whatever you want. Yeah. So that if they put it, let's say your highest potential, right? Look, let's say God has highest potential for you the man who is the man of your dreams highest potential Tyler was the man of my dreams <laughs> no he wasn't he was the man of your dreams in like 30 years yeah 30 years hell yeah yeah when i'm 30 ready to settle down right so he's not the but you would not be ready available willing or able to be with a guy who's good for you right now so it's all a moot point until you decide to make some changes to yourself Drinking's always going to cause you a problem. To, well, I only know? drink on the weekends. That's you, normal. But you stopped drinking during the week, you said. Yeah, hell yeah. But you were drinking during the weekend on the weekends. Yeah, I was an alcoholic almost. <laughs> almost. Almost. What, what's, when, is, when does that when cross does become, that line? Yeah, when is it too much? on the weekdays, I wasn't like chugging vodka. I was having a couple glasses of wine. So you only chugged vodka on the weekends. <laughs> and on Thursdays. Not anymore. But no, you did. Oh, hell yeah. And did you chug vodka on Wednesdays ever? Yeah. Yeah. It's, Monday it's and always. Tuesday wine, Sunday afternoon maybe a little vodka. Oh, I always have Sunday brunch. There, yeah, mimosas. mimosas. Yeah. yeah. So, but we know I'm, all too well, Corinne. We know but all. But listen, too well. from here yeah. on out, like I'm just gonna do me, and I'm just gonna focus on myself. And okay, just just think about those things. T O T T, man. Think on these things. I'm gonna be single for life. First people. things first. First things first. I'm the rillet. <laughs>
It's Iggy Azalea, if you didn't know. So Don't know what that was, but that's cool. Okay, that's Iggy Corinne, Azalea. we've tried for a year. This is our season finale. I don't know if we got anywhere today. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. But did we get anywhere? Did we get in, did, did we did we get anywhere in here? I did think, we get anywhere? I think it did was... Did we plant a seed? Yeah, you did. You definitely kind that of like... Mustard oh, seed. We need to, but I wouldn't say plant do. a seed. I'm thinking that you're stomping on my face saying, Corinne, wake up because... Well, somebody stop. needs to hit you with two by four. <laughs> and it might as well be a medium. Oh God, have mercy. She talks to dead people because you know what? The dead people are the only ones that are going to tell you to cut it out really? but you still might not no i don't think you're ready no i'm not ready i'm ready just to focus on myself and go out and party now because <laughs> then nobody could question your drinking if you want to have a relationship where uh no one gives you any stuff like uh you know guff about your drinking find someone that drinks like you mm-hmm. you have two choices <sighs> i'm so annoyed right now because this is so right because Oh, no, because my last boyfriend, Nathan, a long time ago, the one you called feminine, he, he was the same way as Tyler. Not as not doesn't have a kid and doesn't have an ex-wife, but he's super mature and my drinking would get in the way and we would have been perfect for each other. So what's the common denominator in all these problems? Drinking. All right. Well, thanks Baca for coming my on. Boyfriend. Baca is my boyfriend. <laughs> okay. Well, Jose Cuervo. Jose all the way. They yeah. won't ever leave you, but they yeah. will treat you pretty bad. Yeah. Maybe next time it won't be this way. Maybe I can drink normally. Maybe one day I will be normal. What is this, an intervention? What is this, yeah. like a, a rehab it's a commercial? Yeah. It's Intuitate Radio and Corinne season finale. Right. Stop drinking. Stop drinking. <laughs> or else. Or else when we single for life. Right. You're just going to. No, you'll get into a relationship. Yeah, it just, but it'll be dysfunctional. It'll be dysfunctional as hell. It'll be like what you have down there. What was my goal this year? Um, well, I well, not a goal, but what was my like from attention? What I, what I heard that you started this show so you could find love. Yeah, well, it was to research love to find out like what am I doing wrong? Right. What's going on in this lifetime? What? Well, what's why? Did you find out what you were doing wrong? I think so. Did you? Do you I don't know that you found out. It it kind of just worked itself out. Right. But what what's your take on that? What's your take on what I was doing wrong? Oh, not listening to anybody. Right. Right. Yeah. I didn't listen to anybody. No. Because everybody pretty much told me what was going on. Yeah. What was up? So I thought I did. This was in the in the beginning of the season. We brought a guy on here, who Bob Grant, our lovely relationship expert, who has been on our show for the past year, um, relationshipheadquarters.com. He's written a bunch of eBooks and he's, he's been a, a counselor for like 20 plus years. He's, he's amazing. And, uh, I did, I started dating this guy and we brought him on the show to find out why he had disappeared. We went on like two dates and he disappeared for a month and a half. And I told him the only way I'd ever go out with him again is if he came on the show and he was in front of all my friends all my psychic friends and my relationship ex- experts on the show to decide whether I would go out with him again. He swindled everybody. Everybody was swindled by him. Even Donna the relationship drama. expert didn't. No, Bob Grant was the only one not swindled. Bob yeah. Grant was the only one. He could see past the he charm. He saw, and it was such a simple, subtle thing that he saw. He made him take his um, headphones off so that he could talk to me privately on the air. Of course, he had heard this later, but he had told me that when he asked him a certain set of questions, there was no depth to his answers, which became really imminent to me over the course of time that this person really wasn't, you know, it was shallow in in a lot of different ways. But everybody else within two minutes, nobody gave him a hard time. All my friends were like, I'm going to grill him. Everybody was hypnotized by this guy. was like, you should give him another chance. Well, And end up in a lot of, uh, in in fires and brimstone. Many evil figures in history um, are very charming. Right. I won't name names. Right. So then I thought, yeah, I I was going, I was looking for research. We were interviewing celebrities, authors, Bob Grant, who is one of my favorite people in the entire world. And uh, I thought, well, maybe, you know, maybe I'm just doing something wrong here. Maybe it's me, you know, and then you've been around. I've been around. You've been around me for, I don't know, eight months of that. A little bit. And And uh, I didn't know. And I didn't know either. Mm -hmm. And here we are. And here we are. Should we tell them? You can tell them. No, you can tell them. I am Marissa Liza Pell's significant other yes yes we are in a committed relationship yes and it's been wonderful we didn't start off with that fireworks and no which i think it's good right it was we were friends and we didn't even know that we really even liked each other that way no i just kept being drawn to you and you kept kept pushing away and I kept coming back and because you were in this, this quote unquote situation, relationship, quote unquote, with which uh, wasn't, he was, he didn't ever commit to it. Yeah. And, uh, well, the rest is history. Yeah. And and one day I kind of looked at you and I was like, wow, I'm like attracted to this guy. And then you just never gave up. You just kind of kept coming. No, well, you told me because, uh, 
Oh, what I told you. Yes, I actually, when you told me, you're like, what is this? I'm like, I I, I just got out of something. I'm like, I'm not ready for another relationship. No, I don't think you, you said that it, you're not going to ever have another relationship. Uh, what did I you're, say? You're done. You're like, this is it. We can hang out. We can have a good time. It's not going to be anything more than that. If you want to go on some dates, that's fine. I'm done. Yeah, that's what I told you. I'm closed off. Door is closed. Heart is in a vault. Yeah. I said, don't don't even think this is going to ever be anything. Go and what did I do? You laughed at me. Yeah. Yeah. Bob, so that's kind of my update. What do you think of all that? It's kind of shocking, isn't it? Actually, I think congratulations. Thanks. Yeah, hearing that, you know, brings up a good point, especially for a lot of women that are professional. When, when I talk to them about getting over the intensity illusion, oftentimes they're, they're professional. They make things happen. They're used to having not so much uh, ultimate power, but all of a sudden they they can't do it the same way relationships assume it should happen or feel a certain way the first time. Mm -hmm. And what you just described is why office relationships oftentimes are very powerful and can be very, uh, effective is not the right word, but can have lasting power. It, it's because someone's not trying to make something happen. And it's a lot like a friendship. You know, we don't you know, meet someone and say, you're my best friend right away. Mm. Oftentimes, it takes time just to get acclimated to that person. You know, you're not talking yourself into that person. You, know, you start to see different sides of them over a period of time, and you really get a three-dimensional view of them. You know, that's really the key. And it can be very intense. It just isn't always intense immediately. So what you just described is, you know, you, you took some of my thunder away, which is great because you lived it. But that, that's a perfect example of what you just said. Now, did you really I mean, feel like I talked to you about this other guy many times, even privately off the air. Did you really ever feel that it, that was ever going to work? My hesitancy is every now and then one like that works. Mm. And I never know which one. If I had to wager money, probably no. Right. But I, you just never know because the, the key of it is, is someone's willingness to be honest with themselves. They don't have to be incredibly insightful. Right. But they do have to be honest. Tell me what it is you saw, because this is a mystery that we've all been asking. We've all been talking about this. Every All my friends, the people on the air have been asking, what did Bob Grant see or hear on that show that caused you to have a red flag? Because you were the only one who had that happen. What what was that subtlety? All you asked were a couple simple questions. Well, thanks, first off. And it was, the, the, the answers were incongruent. So when he would, you know, what you described with his, he talked about his fears and his background, and his answers were like, I figured it out, I got it worked out. And it's not the same thing, but it's, it's similar to someone's had their mother die two weeks earlier. And they say, yeah, that was really tough. I got it figured out. See, that doesn't fit. Mm. I mean, that, 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 so I don't, you know, I don't know what's going on inside of you, but that, that, that's not congruent with someone that's just lost someone close to them two weeks ago. And what I heard was him, and a lot of people do this, trying to manage the things that happened to him with the front part of his brain, logical, in control, which works as long as you keep people at a distance. But it doesn't work when folks get close because then your emotions stir back up. And those are very emotions you've tried to control now all of a sudden come out because once you feel, you know, we tend to feel the parts we like and we feel the parts we don't like. And he, you know, it's not just him, and a lot of folks can do this, great at early dates because there's no vulnerability. We're getting to know someone. Mm -hmm. I get to project the way I want you to see me, the way I want to see myself. Mm -hmm. Not so great once someone sees parts of me that I don't like because I don't want to see them, and I don't want you to see them either. Right. So, so I'm, I'm going to sabotage you. I'm going to find reasons, or I'm going to say I'm just not feeling it. or And, and I'm not lying. It's just It just feels all confused inside and that's what actually that's exactly what happened he you said to him you said well i i would caution you you said when feelings start to come up they're going to be very powerful and you're going to shut down mm -hmm. and you said you everything that happened you said and you made him take off his headphones and you told me everything that was going to happen and you were right completely right yeah and you and and, and kudos to you and that you even when we talked you, you did make it a point to listen, and it's hard to do that when you really feel for someone. Mm. I mean, and, and just the fact you're willing to, I say struggle with it, is you had some things that were incongruent, it feels really intense, but yet it, it, it's not getting closer. 
And really, congrats to you. And I think it's a testament as to, you know, at least what you, I just heard, I just heard this the first time, who you ended up with. Because I know a lot of women and men that are just determined, by golly, they're going to make it work. Yeah. Regardless of the circumstances, it feels good. I'm never going to get another chance again. And really, congrats to you for not falling in that trap. Yeah, because it could have been going back and forth forever, really. It, it, I mean, it could. I've had, yeah. I've had some women that have waited 20 years on a man. Mm. And, and, and they never plan it. It's just no, they one wait month on at a time, another month, another. And then all of a sudden, 20 years later, it's just, I can't believe this happened, you know. Yeah. And they're successful, professional. They're very intelligent. It's not a stupid problem. They're just afraid it, they're never going to find someone else again. Well, you know what? I was just talking to you about this the other day, how like scary this was that a lot of people don't ever change their patterns and that there's a lot of women out there who might leave one guy, but they're going to go to the next one who's just the same. Yeah, because they haven't changed themselves. The cycle just continues yeah. and probably yeah. often through generations. Yeah, and I have to tell you, Bob, that that going out with someone that really cares about me and really was there like on an equal level with me was very uncomfortable for a little while. It was very different. That's an an excellent point because it's a different dynamic, isn't it? Very different. It was very uh, foreign, very uncomfortable. I wasn't having to be worried or anxious on why you didn't call, why he wasn't there. There was no drama or chaos to it. And I didn't have to wonder, like he was very consistent. He still is. Well, you told me, you were like, what, what's the deal? Like, what are you hiding? Yeah. What's wrong? Yeah. Like, is this, is this actually how you are? Yeah. I was looking for, I was looking for like the facade to drop and you'd become a monster. Yeah. You thought I was just really good at conning you. Yeah. Cause usually I feel manipulation and I couldn't even feel the manipulation. So I'm like, wow, you must be really good at manipulation because I can't even feel it. That's what I said. I was like ready. I was, I stayed at a distance from him for like a, a while mm-hmm. and I was like, I didn't really believe that he was just a nice person. And, and when I and, found out. Yeah, so that's that's a great p- point because if I can get women, just what you said, to a lot of times to to take it slower, it's mm-hmm. as much for their sake, but because you know where the, in- the intensity feels really good, but that's also familiar. If I'm used to, like you said, someone being manipulative or not being forthcoming or hiding stuff, and I just anticipate it, it takes a little while to get acclimated toward. Oh, this is what it's like not having to be paranoid or to be overly cautious. Yeah, or to actually. Wow, this can actually, it can be this simple. Yeah, it can be this simple. But I'm, if I'm not used to it, it feels foreign. And you know that's what I think you're saying. Yeah, and you know, Bob, I read, like, I spent all this money on reading books, ebooks, talking to experts, talking to people on this show, and all this complication, when really, it was really simple. Like, there was just, there was a guy there simply who was just consistent and likes me and calls me and wants to be there with me. And there was no, like, I didn't need all that information. It was just like someone really does care about you. You know it. That's that's the bottom line. Like there's no there's no formula to it. It just is. Like you just know. You yeah, know? I'm gonna be dev- I'm, I'm gonna be devil's advocate with that. Yeah. In fairness, there was something that that he had said that you when you said the point you're done. Yeah. And and getting done really does put someone in a place where all of a sudden they can they can allow for it to be simple. It, it is simple, but it's right. not easy for a lot of folks. It, it, it is simple and powerful. And I, I would wonder if you being at the place you were at, and I mean, I was I'm serious. sorry for what it took you to get there, but I'm glad for what it did for you. Yeah, I was, I was totally serious when I said to him, it's not going to go anywhere. It's, it's yeah. not ever going to, don't ever think it's going to be anything. It's just, you know, whatever. And, and I really was serious at that point. Like I really wasn't interested in anything. I couldn't think of myself even trying this again, like trying to open up myself again to anyone. I just couldn't. You know, I've, I've had, I remember one client, this isn't you, but years ago. And after a couple of sessions, I said, um, wow, you've worked really hard at being single. And she mm. was so mad at me. <laughs> she went home and, you know, she told me later, but I find a lot of, successful women it's not that they want to do it it's they're so afraid of getting hurt or making another mistake yeah that they inadvertently they end up creating i'm not blaming totally it's but they contribute to it mm. and a lot of times they have to get tired or exhausted or finally say oh so that they're open to someone real and genuine because it does it feels so foreign i've heard that a lot what you're saying yeah and even it, going into something when you're willing to try it out and it's so foreign from like the dysfunction that I've experienced in the past. 
that yeah. I would to tell women like a lot of women wouldn't even try what I've tried because it didn't feel the same way that they're used to feeling with that in- chemical intensity. So they'd be like, oh, I'm just not feeling it. So I'm not going to try it. And that's, you know what I mean? So then they're caught up in like, they can't even be with somebody that, that is like on an equal level. Yeah. And that's, a, that's a good point of, because there's really, I don't know if we said this on the year, there's, there's a endorphin based or an adrenaline based chemical set for as far as falling in love and adrenaline's fun. It's really intense, but endorphins are what lasts a lifetime and, and they can be very intense. They just don't go from zero to a hundred in two seconds. It, yeah. it, it takes a while to build up. But it, it can be quite intense, but it's just a different chemical going on in your brain. And until it gets to the endorphin level, it can never last. I mean, it's the difference between cotton candy versus having a you know, three-course meal. Right. You just, you'll get sick with cotton candy all the time. And some folks are stuck on adrenaline. It's intense or it isn't real. And we'd say, no. But, but, but you, if they're not at that place where they're tired, that they can't hear you. And that, that's my bragging or kudos to you because even when it didn't make sense uh, i even we talked on air and off air you were still interested and you wanted this yeah it it was a big deal to you Mm -hmm. and you know that's what makes it fun for me when i hear women's like that i'm like she's gonna get it i don't know when she'll she'll get it yeah I i have no doubt it took me a lot a little bit more time than the last time i talked to you to get it but um there was fairness in fairness, who cares? Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not making fun of you, but just no. what, what you're talking about, if it takes you a little longer or, or whatever, that, that I don't quit mentality, all those professional women listening, it's not about trying harder, but sometimes it just takes a while to find, like you said, for things to make sense where, oh, that this, I can actually have this. And we'd say, yes, yeah, some, some it's read a lot of books, some it's talk to folks, some it's just the timing because... Um, I, I missed your, the, the co-host's name. I just know he's your significant other. Oh, his name's Alex. Alex. Uh, so, so if Alex, if you'd have met him, whatever, three years ago, yeah, it wouldn't I, I don't mm-hmm. know, it wouldn't have worked. No. Not for um, me either. Not for him either. Like, yeah, not for, not for him either. Yeah. It's like it had to be at the time that it was. It did. But for the women out there that are, you know, have been in my situation going from distant man to distantly emotional to alcoholic to whatever, all the dysfunctions that I've experienced. And trying to fix people and trying to make them be who they're not. Um, it's really a fear of really getting close to someone, what I found. And and I was the one who was kind of afraid of being close and committing, I think. Um, but I had no, to that, let go, and, too. And, and that's fair. And I, I, my guess is what you did, whether it was conscious or not, was the things you started focusing on was, was I think the tired is, is, the, is I'm tired of just trusting what's familiar. Yeah. I don't know what it to sucks. do, but this isn't working. This is driving me crazy, at least I'm guessing. I needed it to be that extreme, Bob, for me to be like, I can't ever do this type of relationship ever again. I needed it to be that extreme for me to actually surrender and say, I'm willing to try something new. That's, I mean, and, you know, our friend Gina, our co-host Gina, she's not in the mm-hmm. same place yet, I don't think, um, that I am at. Um, so I'm hoping for her this year that she might try something different too. Yeah, the good news is now that she can see it in you. There, there's a good chance now that that it can become real for her. I mean, yeah, it, it's, I'm it's it's wow. But well, you know, when you have someone close to you that does it, that's, that sort of speaks your language. All of a sudden, the theory stuff becomes more real. Of oh, you're kidding. And you know, wow, Alex isn't just my apologies to whatever man this offends. He isn't just short, bald, and fat. You know, he isn't just <laughs> no. some guy I grabbed off the street and just made it work. No. No, wow. He's, he's not. He, he's really cute or he's really cool. And yeah, he is those cool things. Yeah. He's not short, bald, or fat either. No, he's tall. <laughs> <laughs> Very attractive. I do that because that's like most every woman's fear. I try to come up with the worst <laughs> thing because that's what they think when I talk about uh, let's just don't be so intensity focused. Oh, you want me to go out with short, bald, and fat? No. No. Not what I want, but that's what it's going to feel like initially. Mm-hmm. That's not what you're going to end up with, but that's the fear. I'll be stuck with something I don't want. Yeah, don't it was very awkward for me for a little while. I couldn't even push myself to the point of like actually getting close. Like I was, I felt very awkward and weird, but I was like, you know what? I've got to push myself through this and see if I can do it. And it took, it, it took me like courage to push through some of those things because they were so unfamiliar, but I did it. And after a while I became more familiar and became, you know, something I, I enjoy you know, and, and 
it's still very different from what I'm used to, but it's it's really working out well. Yeah, let's, I don't know if you remember, I was going to say this for the women listening. Um, in the, 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 my program, The Woman Men Adore, if you remember this, there's a section called Barbed Wire. And, and what that is, is that's the way someone's heart, it creates this barbed wire around their heart to protect themselves. And so the very thing they want, they're afraid of, because every time they've gotten their hopes up in the past, they've been hurt, disappointed, you know, abandoned, something. Mm-hmm. Like what you're talking about. And so all of a sudden, if something starts to feel good, the barbed wire kicks up, and, and we say, oh, I don't want, oh, I don't want this. This is uncomfortable. He's being nice to me. It, it's, and, and it's, it's not a dumb problem. It's a clever problem. Yeah. But the goal of that barbed wire is to keep you safe. But the problem is it also keeps you alone. Mm-hmm. And so when someone gets tired enough or they make a decision like you did and say, you know, I, I don't I don't need to have that barbed wire anymore. I, I don't you know, I'm just I'm not going out with the same guys, because if I keep doing that, all I'm going to do is just reinforce these things. That's actually a way of my brain keeping me single. Mm-hmm. I, I may not realize it, but that's really what's going on in the back of your brain. Do we yeah. say, no, it's okay for me to have someone that loves me. Wow, it's Bob. Good. That's pretty yep. amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I hear you did, whether you realize or not. Yeah. I mean, I, I wish I could talk to you for another half hour. Unfortunately, I have to, I have to, <laughs> we have to actually wrap up the show. I mean, I really am so immersed in everything you're saying, but I think you made such great points to our listeners, and I want them to know how to get in touch with you so that they can sample your products, download your eBooks. And uh, get as much information that I have gotten from you um, by, by, you know, subscribing to all your stuff. So can you tell them how to get a hold of you? Yes. If you go to relationshipheadquarters.com, all the stuff that you know more, we have articles, we have forums, and we have our our products, which is how Marissa and I met. She had had purchased one of mine. And it really is for women to have the relationship they've always wanted, that that's not for too much. And I get to hear it all the time. And, and what you said, Marissa, is a great example. It, it's why we do it. So you are, you're sort of our, our poster woman. Oh, great. As far as for what happens. And that's why I'm excited to hear it. And really, congratulations to both of you. It's, oh. it's, Thank you. It's you from all your help, Bob. I always, even in this situation, you've been in the back of my mind. All the things you've always told me been in the back of my mind. So you really have been a huge help. So thank you. I appreciate that. It's nice talking to you. Good again. talking to you. I'll be in touch. Okay. okay. Bye. So yeah, here we are. Here we are. Ending this show. And that was great. It was just like you were the only one meant to be here today because that's how it was supposed to be. Exactly. And looking for love and I found it. You found love. And there you are. You set your intention. And here it is. And here it is. Great. The universe does answer. <laughs> in the form of find it, fix it, and done. And here I am. All about that base. I'm all about it. Thank you to all the sponsors, all of our listeners. Stay in touch with us at Intuit Date Radio on Twitter. Hey, if you want to find love, start a show. Start a radio show. By the end of the year, you might just find it yourself. Thanks for listening. Signing off. <laughs>